Hey mamas, welcome to the crew. I'm Jess. And I'm Lena. And we're both first-time moms trying to figure out this new journey as we go. In this podcast, we'll cover all things mom life completely unfiltered. From the beauty and discomfort of pregnancy and birth to the things no one told you about postpartum and raising a tiny human. We have real-time, raw conversations as we grow through the highs and lows of motherhood. So, whether you're new, seasoned, or expecting mama, we've got a seat for you. Let's build our village and raise our babies together. Hey mama, welcome to our first episode. We are so excited that you're here. Welcome to the crew. We can't wait for you to just come along this journey with us. My name is Jess. I'm one of the co-hosts. I live in Southern New Hampshire with my hubby of eight years. I was married at 19, so we were little babies. My fur babies, Andrew and Pepper, and my actual baby, Emma, she just turned eight months old. I cannot believe that she's already eight months old. I have no idea like where the time is going. I am an accountant. I say that people think it's boring, but I personally think that numbers are so much fun. Like I'm all about Excel sheets, numbers, adding, balancing, reconciling. I think it's fun. I talk about it to my friends and family and they like start snoring. They think it's so boring. And it makes <laughs> you me laugh me at numbers. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's so much fun. I love it. And I had quite an interesting, I feel like beginning to my pregnancy, I have endometriosis. And so like the journey to getting pregnant was a little bit different. Um, and so like, that's how that kind of started. And then postpartum, I was realizing like, there's such a gap in care. I feel like, like you get all the support during pregnancy and all the support during birth. And like that first six weeks and you go into your six week checkup and they're like, you feeling good? You're like, well, I don't know. Like, okay, good. Are you dealing with this? Well, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, you're cleared. You're fine. You can go do whatever. And you're like, okay. I don't even feel like the closest thing to normal. (laughs) And there's just like such a gap in care afterwards. And that's why like, I'm so excited to have started with Lena, the mama crew, because I just want to help build that gap of support. So whether you're like a new mama, a seasoned mama, you feel like you have the support and connection from other people. Yeah, I found, I think, I think it's funny because the first day after, you know, we were getting sent home from the hospital, they're like, okay, see ya. I'm like, wait, what do I do with it? (laughs) What do I do with this thing? Like, I remember being like, is her car seat too tight? Is someone going to show me like how to actually strap her? You're trusting me to just like put her in the car and go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It it was so funny because Josh was like, wait, do we just like go home? Is someone going to come help us? Like, what what do we do? Because, you know, you prepare so much for pregnancy and you prepare so much for the actual birth, but then you don't actually, at least for me, it was like this. I did not prepare for what it was going to be like bringing the baby home and being like, okay, she's home now what do I do with her? Especially as in that newborn stage, like I kept thinking that I had to entertain her all the time. And I'm like, how do I entertain this thing? It's sleeping all the time. (laughs) Sleep, poop, eat, repeat. That's all they do. Yeah. And oh my gosh, she was just like such a fussy baby. And it was like, it was really hard because I was like, I don't know what to do. Nobody prepared me for this. (laughs) Meanwhile, you're also trying to heal physically, whether you had a natural birth a vaginal mm-hmm. birth or a C-section, <clears throat> it's you're trying to heal. You don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah. You don't know what to do with this baby. And you're like, uh, okay. And I feel like no one tells you about, like, they say, you know, during birth, it's hard and painful. I was yeah. not expecting, like, 
how much it hurt afterwards. Like, why am I still cramping for like two weeks? Yeah. Like, I thought once you have the baby and the baby's out, (laughs) your labor's done. (laughs) They're out. They're good. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But anyway, I skipped over the introduction part for myself, but I'm Lena. The other co-host of the Mama Crew, and I'm so excited to be here. Like Jess said, we just found such a big gap in a lot of the care. And Mm -hmm. so we wanted to really create this podcast to create that community. Um, I live in Western Pennsylvania with my husband. We got married in September of 2021. Um, So that was its own whole story. And then for our actual wedding, I was pregnant because we were already married. So I stopped my birth control and I got <laughs> pregnant in January or in February. And our actual like wedding celebration where I had to wear my wedding dress that I had paid a lot of money for <laughs> was in May the following year in 2022. Um, we ended up getting married at the hospital. It was like a quick thing. My dad was passing. So we wanted him to be there. Um, so quick background as to why that was the whole thing. But then I was pregnant at my wedding and I had a really rough first trimester. I was nauseous all the time. Um, and, you know, we'll kind of get into all of our birth stories and these things later on in different episodes. But I think it's really important to kind of share where we came from and what that looked mm-hmm. like, because I thought I was I loved being pregnant for the second trimester. But the first and the third, I, I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. <laughs> like, it was just so awful. Preach. Yeah. Um, and my baby was born at 41 days and or 41 weeks and three days. And so I was just so Oof. over being pregnant at the end, you know, um, but anyway, her name is Valentina. She's five months old, which is crazy, almost six. So they're what, like three months apart, a little yeah. around three months. Yep. Um, so that's really cool because they're also close in age. So we're going through a lot of the same things at the mm-hmm. same time, which is nice because then we can talk about it in real time as we're going through mm-hmm. it. Um, and the other, like idea that we have for the podcast is bringing other women to share their birth stories, their experiences, Mm -hmm. bringing in people like doulas or pelvic floor PTs or mental health specialists, especially around postpartum, because that's something I really struggled with. Um, And just, I don't know if maybe you can relate to this, but I struggled, obviously we've talked about this before, but with a lot of intrusive thoughts and anxiety postpartum. But did Mm -hmm. you also deal with those during your pregnancy? Because that is something Mm -hmm. I was not expecting. People did not tell me that I was going to have that during pregnancy. Also, like I always heard about, you know, postpartum depression, postpartum hair loss, postpartum Mm -hmm. anxiety, like everything was postpartum, but nobody told me that these things happen while you're also pregnant. Yeah. And it happened to me before I was even pregnant because I had to get put on medication to try and get because of my endometriosis and stuff like hormone therapy medication to like get myself to like have a cycle. And that was that like major hormones go through the roof. And I've mm-hmm. realized that there's a huge link between like my hormones fluctuating and intrusive thoughts. So it started for me before I was even pregnant. And I was like, oh my, is this what I'm gonna have to like live with throughout? And then I'm like, I'm seeing a therapist. I have to. And that's when I started seeing one. And it helped so much because throughout pregnancy, or before pregnancy, I was getting some like throughout pregnancy, like anticipating like how everything was gonna go. And then it like hit me it's like I ran into a brick wall after preg- after birth after having Emma and I was like I was I've heard people talk about this but like I was not prepared for the reality of how freaking hard it is 
like yeah. almost like it's like disabling to a point. Like I was like, I feel like it's like interfering with like the mom I want to be. And I'm like, I would get frustrated because I'm like, it's all in my head. I'm like, I should have control over like stopping all these thoughts. Yeah. And like, why can't I? And my therapist is really helpful in being like, you need to remember it's like a symptom of your hormones fluctuating. Or like I also do with like OCD stuff. So mine's like, it's a symptom of that's how it manifests. So yeah. actually having something to describe it helped a lot because it's not just like, oh my word, I'm going crazy. I'm like, nope, this is like a symptom of this. It's not who I am. And that was one of the biggest things of reminding yourself, like a thought is a thought mm-hmm. that ended like that. Like it's, it's a thought, but it's, it's hard. Especially if you didn't deal with it before. And then you have this little tiny human you're trying to keep alive. And you're having all these intrusive thoughts that impact, like, keeping the tiny little human alive. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. I was not prepared for it. Thank God for therapy. Thank God for therapists who um, specialize in, like, postpartum and perinatal stuff. Yeah. Because I don't know where it'd be right now if it wasn't for them, honestly. No, seriously. it It was debilitating. Like, truthfully, I felt extremely debilitated by these thoughts. Like, I would be sitting on the couch nursing. It's a bright, sunny day. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, a tornado is going to come destroy my house and we're all going to die. Or there's a sniper Mm -hmm. on the roof. Like, what? I live in a neighborhood, like in the suburbs. There's no sniper on my neighbor's roof, (laughs) you know? And it felt so irrational because it is irrational, but it felt mm-hmm. so dumb to even say them out loud to other people because I was like, yeah. these people are going to think I'm nuts, but like, yeah, this is what's going on in my head. And I know that it's dumb. I know that this is never going to happen, mm-hmm. but I can't control it. Yeah. And it was, I was just not prepared for that. I really wasn't. And I've never experienced anxiety before like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you get anxious before you do something and you have some yeah. people actually struggle with anxiety. And I just was lucky that I never had anxiety in my life other than like for events or things like that. Um, and once it hit me, I was like, this is debilitating. And yeah. people live with this all the time. Like, we need to talk about this more. We need mm-hmm. to prepare people more for the during pregnancy mm-hmm. things, not just yeah. postpartum too. Yeah. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why when we started talking, like, we both were looking for this kind of support, Mm -hmm. and we weren't finding it. Like, something that was so comforting to me when I was in, like, the thick of it was hearing other moms say they struggled with it. Because I'm like, oh, my word, it makes me feel like I'm not so alone. Like, I can actually relate to someone else, and they're talking. And it gave me, like, a sense of relief. Because it's like, some of these thoughts make me feel like a horrible person. Mm -hmm. And so it's so nice to relate to someone else and be like, okay, like, it's not just me who struggles with this. Like, this really is a symptom of postpartum or symptom of hormones because it's not just me. But when you're in the thick of it, it feels like it's just you and that you're literally going insane. And so, like, I know I was craving finding a community of, like, like-minded moms who were in the same spot or even seasoned moms who went through it themselves that could say, like, it gets better. Here's what it's like on the other side of it. And I couldn't find that. So that's why once we started talking, I was so excited. I'm like, yes, someone else, like, wants to build what we're looking for. Because, again, it's, like, way more fun doing it with someone else than doing something by yourself. So I'm so excited to hear those two perspectives, too. Yeah, yeah I'm so. so excited. And like you said, too, I felt really, really alone throughout mm-hmm. my entire pregnancy because a lot of my friends that live near me physically aren't or weren't in that stage mm-hmm. of their life yet. Mm-hmm. And what I found, too, was that, like, 
I lost a lot of good friends who I thought were yep. good friends. Maybe they weren't. Mm-hmm. I just thought that they were who mm-hmm. just aren't in that season of life or like they just wanted nothing to do with me because I was pregnant or had a baby yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I found too was that it just felt so lonely and so it was like really sad and upsetting because I'm like, these are people who I thought were yep. my really good friends and mm-hmm. they're just like not here for me when I need them. And yep. <laughs> Background for anyone listening, Jess and I are both Enneagram twos, so we're always there yep. for people. We're always the helper, right? We're those people who will drop anything for you at any time mm-hmm. of the day. And I know that not everybody's an Enneagram two, mm-hmm. but there was a point where I was like, wow, I've literally, for some of these people, dropped everything yep. I was doing and mm-hmm. come to pick you up from somewhere at 2 a.m. or Yep. You know, you were struggling with your boyfriend and I can't, whatever it was, mm-hmm. I was there for you and you're not here for me when I'm experiencing yes. like the worst, mm-hmm. not depression, but anxiety and stressful yeah. period of my life. And you're not here for mm-hmm. me. So thanks for that. You know? So yeah. I think it's so nice to be able to create this community, to talk with someone mm-hmm. who gets it, yep. but also to be able to, in one way for us, it's like an outlet. It's kind of like therapy because the more we talk about it, the better it feels. And to normalize these conversations because they're not had enough. And it's so, so Mm -hmm. important to have them and to normalize having the conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I dealt with the same thing even when I got married because, like I said, I was 19. Like you, when I was 17, you couldn't have told me, like, you're going to get me married by 19. You'd be like, oh, you're crazy. But I got married. And then that just, like, started, like, the division of the people that I hung out with the most because they were, like, in no way, shape, or form in the same ballpark. And then I had a baby. So, like, it's, like, one more step removing from, like, some of the people I went to school with. And I think what also is really hard than Enneagram 2 is when there is distance created, my immediate thoughts, like, oh, like, what did I do to create the difference? Like, mm-hmm. I should be reaching out. But then it's like, okay, well, it is two-sided. You don't have to kill yourself trying to reach out to them all the time. Like, if you're not yeah. getting anything reciprocated, it's time to just, like... Not cut your losses, because, like, if if any of them came up to me, like, I'd still hang out with them or talk to them. Sure. But, like, there's a difference between, like, investing time in a relationship that's one-sided and then just having that, like, oh, hey, I'll see you at the store, you know, like, mm-hmm. pick up conversations. Like civil. It, yes, exactly. And I feel like, as an Enneagram, too, that's really hard, because we love the connection, and and it's hard to let go of a relationship when you've invested so much time in it. And it makes it harder when you've invested so much time and you're not getting that reciprocated and then enter like mom life where you're like, Oh my God, I need connection. Cause I'm going crazy. Like yes. I need someone to relate to. And like, I need an invested both sides, yes. but that doesn't have to mean we talk every single second of the day, because I mean, we text and we're like, Oh my God, a week went by. And I thought I, <laughs> I didn't and I did it. Like, but I know that like, if I needed something, I could pick up the phone and call you and be like, I just need help. Mm-hmm. Just like knowing that you have that person is huge. And that's why like, I have this big vision for the podcast of creating this community of women who like me and Lena, like we've never met in person yet. We have had like extremely intense conversations about like pouring our hearts out to each other and being like, Oh my word, this is hard. Like, I don't know what to do. This is what I'm struggling with. Like I would love to be able to create a platform where like you have one mom here, one mom here. They don't have no idea who they are, but they both can relate to connecting with a similar issue or maybe like a similar success. And they just want to be like, Oh, my word this is amazing I like I 
I did, I don't know, whatever, have someone else to relate to. And I feel like that's also, I can't find that anywhere either of like moms connecting moms. Yes. So that's the other thing I wanted to say is like, this isn't going to be a doom and gloom, like motherhood sucks kind of podcast. (laughs) I know it's like, we were just really talking about the heavy stuff already, like the postpartum stuff, but like, it's really creating that community where you can go celebrate Mm -hmm. your wins, where you can ask Mm -hmm. someone for help who's maybe their baby is a year old and yours is two Mm -hmm. months old, right? So they've been through it. Or maybe they're a mom of adult children who've been through Mm -hmm. all of the life transitions. Maybe they have grandbabies. Yeah, and they can share that wisdom. And I think it's so cool to have literally anyone from a mom who's pregnant and expecting to a mom who's maybe even a grandma. And just Mm -hmm. having those connections, being able to create that community where everyone can just lean on each other because that Mm -hmm. wasn't there for us. And it was so hard going through Mm -hmm. those times alone. It really, really Mm -hmm. is. And, you know, I'm not saying that to like diss on my friends or diss on anyone who's in my life. A lot of it was me as an Enneagram 2 learning to ask for help. Yes. Oh, that's a huge one. And (laughs) that's a whole episode right there. Yeah. Right. Learning to ask for help and being able to let go of the control, especially as a mom of like Mm -hmm. having a child, like letting go of how the dishes get done. Because if I'm going to ask someone for help, I'm not going to tell them how to do it. You know, like all of these things. And so just having that tight knit community of women who can relate to you and be like, yeah, I've been there. I get it. You're not crazy. This happens. Um, Mm -hmm. And also creating a um, like library of resources. So like, you know, our vision is to be able to connect you. Like if you live in California and we live on the Eastern seaboard, we can connect you with doulas or postpartum therapists or pelvic floor therapists, like really just creating Mm -hmm. a library of resources for anyone who needs it in that moment. Because Mm -hmm. I know that I didn't even know where to start looking for those resources. Nope. So I I felt really lost and confused and overwhelmed even more with everything else that I had to do in trying to then find those resources for myself. So, yeah. you know, just being able to create that for everyone in this community, being able to grow this community. We have such a huge vision and we're just so mm-hmm. freaking excited to be doing the thing. So the dang thing. <laughs> like it literally is making like my hands, my palms sweaty. I'm, I'm like, climbing. I'm so excited. I'm like, okay, I'm the kind of person who's like already jumping to XYZ. I'm like, okay, come back. You need to get through ABC first. Like, yes, come back <laughs> to I'm earth. So ex- Let's get exactly. started. And then Let's we get can grounded. Back. And then go from there. But I'm just, I'm so excited, especially the fact that like, I want to be like a safe space. Yes. Because that was one of the hardest things for me is like how to ask for help. Because I'm like, I feel like I can't tell people the things that are going through my head. They're first off going to be like, you're crazy. Like, how are you taking care of your child? You shouldn't be taking care of your child. Like having a safe place where you can be like, I need help and not have Mm -hmm. someone judging the crap out of you. Because that's like the last thing in the world that you need in that moment. Yes. So that's another thing for me is just having like a safe space for someone to be like, I need help with this. Who yeah. has the resources and not being afraid to ask for the resources. Yes. That's sometimes the hardest part is realizing like I need help with this, yep. but I don't. And maybe it's great because you're not going to really know them to be like, hey, I need this. So you're not asking like your friend. It's kind of like removing a little bit from like mm-hmm. the day to day people that you hang out with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just so excited. Um 
We want to say thank you guys for being here, for being part yes. of our crew, and also happy Mother's Day because we're releasing this yes. on Mother's Day if you're listening in real time. So whether you're new, seasoned, expecting, whatever stage of motherhood you're in, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to the Mama Crew. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and building this village with us. If you like this style of raw and unfiltered conversation, it would mean the world if you'd share this episode with another mama by sending it to her directly or sharing it on your socials to help us get this message out. Or leave us a review to help increase the searchability of the show so that we can continue to add more mamas to our crew. Until next time, always know we're so grateful to be in this with you.